Hello and welcome to the next episode, episode five, the top ten men sitting with the champ champ. Hey everybody. How are we doing? Doing well. Great time of year. I'm I'm excited as well. And I will tell you that I'm excited to go down memory lane and talk about (laughs) the top ten things our parents said to us growing up. And this is going to resonate with the masses for sure. Yeah, I'll tell you, when we first started thinking about what we were going to do, it it first started with us saying top ten things our dads used to say to us, but then it morphed into, I I thought about it, I was like, wait a minute, my mother used to say these to me too. This is a combo of my mother and father, ridiculous sayings that they said to (laughs) me growing up. Still fractured because of many things that they said. (laughs) Completely fractured. Episode five, therapy. So, yeah, and I might even go out to the neighborhood. Did We had some uh, neighborhood dads and moms that are a little bit expressive, and uh, they might make the list as well. But, Sean, why don't you jump in at number 10. Number 10 thing that you heard growing up. All right, my father and mother used to always say this to me. I'd ask, when am I going to get this? And they'd always say, you're going to get yourself a blibble. <laughs> and I'd be like, what's a blibble, ma? And she's like, it's three pounds of shit in a one-pound bag. Well, you don't want that. No. Actually, I don't want one-pound shit in a one-pound bag either. No, no, no. She used to, they would force it. Basically, you get the image of them stuffing three pounds of shit in a one pound bag. That is, um, that can be highly effective parenting. I'm having a flashback right now. Ani Pat, Ani Pat, probably not listening, so whatever. She liked to go with, do you want to smash? Do you want to smash? And, uh,. <laughs> That was highly effective. Michael and David's behavior definitely went to line every time I heard that one. No, do you want to smash? Oh my god. Well, anyway, that's blibble. <laughs> three pounds of shit in a one-pound bag. Some might even modify to five pounds of shit in a three-pound bag. It doesn't yeah. matter. You get more shit in a smaller bag, and that's what you get. And no. that's what my parents used to say to no. me. If anybody How about ever nine? Says blibble, I'm going to be totally grossed what out. Do you, it's Probably. a blibble. Number nine. Number nine. Used to hear this quite a few times. Unfortunately, you're better than that. You're better. You're than better that. than that. And I got to tell you. So I heard that from my mom growing up. We heard it a lot. I had a neighbor, Ryan, and Ryan Hallen was his name right he's he ain't listening but even if he is so what's true so uh ryan's mother we used to mock her constantly through the neighborhood because ryan you know ryan (laughs) you're better than brett you're bet y'all constantly ryan seems like a kid who uh, had some problems growing up Ryan, he has some yeah he definitely has some problems but he was a good kid good athlete you know everybody really liked him but i will tell you his mom was annoying nowadays her behavior would be very very normal. <laughs> Number eight. What do you got, Sean? Number eight. So my father used to say this to me a lot. My mother and father, they would always question the people I was hanging around with. And my father would say, always remember, a good friend will help you move, but a best friend will help you move a body. Dramatic way to make a very true point. Yeah. Toward, toward the end of it, when, you, when you're our age, you got maybe one or two friends that you can really truly count on one hand, right? Those are the friends that are going to help you move a body. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> Number seven. So number seven, be nice to your brother. It's the only brother you're going to ever have. I remember my brother and his friends were outside. We were playing hockey. <laughs> we were playing street <laughs> hockey. And I was I was the better athlete. I'm going to be quite honest with you. And they beat me up. They beat me up on my birthday. And then my my mother stuck me in my room on my birthday and they ate my birthday cake. And that's a true story. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Yep. Well, it's made you, made you a stronger man. So be nice to your brother. Didn't what really does apply not kill you makes you stronger. Stronger. Moving on. Sean, what's number six? All right, so growing up in the city that I grew up, there was a guy who used to walk around the streets. And his <laughs> <laughs> I he, like where this is headed. And listen, he had that back, like the hunchback in Notre Dame. He had some oh, problems. Oh, yeah. I don't want to, like, kick a guy when he's down. <laughs> 
don't want to kick a hunchback when Listen, they're down, but. This guy had some problems. He was a street walker. He was a straight day walker, okay? I would ask my father a question. He, he would always say, you'll get that when Ray Hardy straightens out. Oh. <laughs> So his name was Ray Hardy. You ain't, let me translate this. You ain't never getting it. (laughs) Hey, hey, Sean, Sean, you'll get that when Ray Hardy straightens out, he'd say. But he was a local. Everybody knew him, Ray Hardy. So (laughs) you'll get it when Ray Hardy straightens out. Ray Hardy wasn't straightening out. Basically, the end of the story was the guy wasn't straightening out. He had complete kyphosis of the back, and it was a bad scene. Bad scene. <laughs> let's talk about um, let's talk about your number five. What was your father's? <laughs> there was a guy in my neighborhood named Ray Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, number five on the list. Something I think that anybody kind of from our era heard quite a bit. Listen, you all want me to tell your father? Oh, Do you want me so. to tell your father? Yeah, yeah. That was scary. Listen, that's back when your kid could take a beating. Yep. And if you did get a beating, often you deserved it. And quite frankly, yep. it helped you learn right from wrong. There was one time my mother told my father on me, I was trying to sneak out to play hockey. I had pneumonia. I was trying to sneak through my window and I looked like Winnie the fucking Pooh. My ass was <laughs> And my father stung it. Ooh, great move from really a savvy mom was every once in a while, she had to follow through and tell him. Yeah. And you had to learn, right? And yeah. you didn't want that to happen. You can't again, draw a line so. in the sand and not follow through. It just kind of came with the times. That was a role of the dad in the household. A little bit different than today, but uh, right. don't make me tell your father. No. Moving on. Number four, Sean. What do you got? Number four. Another uh, classic that my parents used to say. <laughs> it's like barking up a... D- <laughs> Let me get Oh, here we back. All right, we're back. We're back. Kevin had a Ray Hardy moment. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, All right. My number, um, number four, my father and mother used to always say this to me. Sean, you're barking up a dead dog's ass. That basically meant we're not listening to you anymore. It's like barking up a dead dog's ass. It's so funny. I assumed you were going, you're barking up the wrong tree. No, no. But I love the way you went this other way. It almost reminds, it's kind of like a back to the future quote. Yeah. You know, why don't you make like a tree and get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Biff. Biff. Great one line. Okay. <laughs> Give me your number three. What's Num- your number three? Number three. Growing up, we had the paper was delivered outside. Go get the paper. Go get the paper. You just yeah. hear it while he's in bed. And, you know, it didn't matter if it was summer, really not an issue. Fall, not an issue. Winter, snowy, rainy days. Kind of suck. Go get the paper. Nothing worse than pops yelling, get the paper. And it could oh. be, it, it could be, it could be twenty below, and you got to go get that paper. If right? I hear that quote now, I, I, I check my shoulders. Two, whatever. I'll tell you what. <laughs> number two, number two is a line that my parents used to say: "Don't pick fights you can't win." So they would kind of, they'd frame it: "You can't fight City Hall, but you can shit on the doorsteps at noontime." That's Ooh. what they. Great fucking advice by my parents. I like, I like the advice. You hear it all the time. Pick and choose your battles is what some more sophisticants say. 
<laughs> in your situation, it's like, hey, you can't fight City Hall, but you can shit on the doorstep. Yeah. I never really understood what it meant. Anyway, how about your number one? Let's go fucking straight number one. Number top. one thing that your parents said to you growing up, I'll give you something to cry about. Oh, yeah. Who Old did school. not hear that? And that doesn't even mean you were crying. That was just an anticipation or a woe was me or put my head down. Something the kids do today on a daily basis, right? Yeah. Because he can't hear that. Yeah. But I would tell you, I'll give you something to cry about. Let me tell you right now. Effective. That is effective. Very effective. That should be in the hand. I think that was in the handbook they gave out at the hospitals back in the day. Mm-hmm. Listen, make sure you say this to your kid because you're going to raise him right. <laughs> you say that nowadays, you're, getting, you, you're probably going to get taken out. It might be handcuffs. a misdemeanor. I'm not even sure. Yeah. But I. We've I, really wimped the wimpification of America. You can't even say it. But I'll tell you what, it saved me a number of times. My father used to always say, and, and if I was crying about something, he'd also say, put a little spit and glue on it. Get back in the game. Put you a know? little spit and glue. Yep. We're in the athletic field. When we're off yeah, the field. Rub some dirt on it. I'll give you something to cry about. And That's you know right. what? It could be out in the public. It doesn't matter. Usually in the supermarket, you hear it about 10 or 20 times between the time you start and, and finish that shopping trip for groceries. So I'm feeling good about our list. Do you like that list? I like it. It's, uh, I think it <laughs> resonates with many people. Yep, I think I, with many people. I think that right now Ray Hardy has become a celebrity. Yeah. And uh, yeah. we're gonna have uh, we'll have Ray Hardy T-shirts. Um, we'll get them made. We'll put them up on the website. <laughs> oh, he's walking around. <laughs> Anyways, there might be di- different iterations of what your parents might have said. And uh, if you'd like to share those with us, email us at the top ten men at gmail.com. That's T H E T O P T E N M E N at gmail.com. Sean, I think we're building community with this one here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have a good one, everyone. Back in the day when it was a dream, nobody believed in what I could be.